0: We don't know what we're capable of until we do it. And oftentimes, we limit ourselves before we actually do it. Mm. We're our own worst enemy. That's a fact. My father used to tell me, God bless the dead, Matt, get out your own way. Get out your own way. Mm. And I never understood that until that day, bro. I'm like, dang, I'm in my own way. I was like, I was about to pass down this opportunity because of my own insecurities, my own self-conscious. And these people loved it. And I thought I was terrible, but they like praising when my DMs are blowing up, people applying for loans. And I said, you know what? I'm going to have my own seminar. I'm that guy. Nah, I just, <laughs> I just saw opportunity. Yeah. I said, if people are coming to me and saying, yo, people don't talk about this type of stuff. So why don't I do my own seminar? I'm going to call it the generational wealth workshop and I'm going to incorporate everything I'm talking about. I'm going to incorporate financial planning and I'm going to incorporate everything. And I'ma do the real estate part of it too. But now I'm gonna bring in a guy. I brought in Beyond Win from Cleveland. Yeah, I, right? awesome. I brought Rich- Rashad was on stage. I think that was the first time he was on stage in front of a crowd. Too. Really? Yeah. And he said, I said, yo, bro, <laughs> I hit him up. I said, Yo, Riza, what's good? <laughs> I'm about to do, I'm about to do my own seminar. He said, I said, a paid seminar too. I said, I'm gonna charge the same price Envy is charging. So that way he don't think I'm devaluing his brand. Mm. Because if I just if people just paid to see me and they paid $100, if I do something free, I'm automatically devaluing what they're bringing to the table. He's like, you sure you want to do that, bro? You only got 3,000 followers. <laughs> you know there's people on Instagram that got a million followers that can't sell a t-shirt. That's a <laughs> fact. And I said, yeah, that's a fact, bro. But, you know, what What do I have to lose? Right? I have everything to gain at this yeah. point. I was like, I want you to be a speaker too. So if I'm going to lose, you lose with me. <laughs> Pull up. Right. He's like, all right, I do it. Bro, I had no marketing expertise. I didn't even know how to make a flyer. I was, you know how you can make the grids in your phones with different pictures? I would take everybody's headshots, put it in the grids, and that was the flyer. (laughs) 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 Yo, I'm telling you, I spent no money on this, joint. I got a hotel. Because I'm always doing events for like realtors and (laughs) stuff like that. Like lunch and learns just in my career. So I'm like, yo, how hard could it be to do a seminar? I get a hotel, I get a DJ, I got my cameraman already. Mm. I get a microphone. All right, let me get some sponsors. I know a bunch of title companies and insurance companies. They'll pay me $700 to be a vendor if I'm telling them it's going to be three, 400 people about real estate. And that's all I did. I just used the tools and the resources that I already had within me, and I just organized everything. And I promoted that thing. It was March 2nd, 2019. And I had 3,000 followers, and that thing made me $30,000. And three,
1: two, one... You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast where we find dope people that did do dope stuff. Man, I ain't really have to look too far for this guy because he's been killing it for a long time. And this episode is a long time in coming. We had an argued on social, <laughs> argued on Instagram live. <laughs> that was <laughs> we were, a classic. Oh, for sure, for sure. We're going to keep our, we we're going to try to keep our disagreements to a minimum here. <laughs> nah, but, yo, you are, you have just been killing the game in, um, in so many different areas, real estate, um, um, just entrepreneurship in general, building community. So, um, I, obviously for those that like don't know you, um, how do you typically introduce, introduce yourself to people?
0: um. Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. Yeah. Um, entrepreneur, investor, mortgage banker, mortgage leader for almost 20 years now in this business. 20 years. Almost 20 years. Helped thousands of black and brown people buy real estate in my career. Over a billion dollars of loans funded in my career. Um, mentor, father, you know what I'm saying? Um, just overall, great guy, in my opinion. You know, yeah, you're you know, definitely a great you know, guy. I'm, I'm, I'm a great guy, you know? So, but, you know, I'm just a guy. You know, I'm just a guy out here just like everybody else, man. Just trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents and 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 turn my, my 15 minutes of fame into an hour, you know, is what I try to tell people. So, most people got introduced to me from DJ Envy, mm-hmm. um, being a part of his team and his real estate team. Shout out to Envy and Cesar. Yeah. Um, when you say a part of the team, what do you mean? So, I do help them with their own loans, mm-hmm. right? But um, I was introduced to them of being a part of their seminar team, right? So, you know, in 2018, they started doing seminars um, just locally in New York and New Jersey. And it started off as crazy. You know, the song we got goes down in the DM, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's really true. Mm-hmm. That's how I met Envy, is in DMs. Because I saw that he was posting about real estate. And I said, yo, this is pretty cool. You're using your brand to do something positive for the community. He's from Queens, I'm from Queens. We know the same people, but we didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so one day I just, I, I liked this comment. I mean, liked the, something on this page and I wrote a comment. I said, I love what you're doing, bro. Keep winning. Queens get the money. Right. <laughs> and he liked it. So I said, okay, I didn't think nothing of it. Did it again. Another post. I did another comment. I so saw he liked it. The third time, did it again. He liked it. I said, uh, let me go to the DM now. Mm-hmm. So I went to the DM like, yo, and just continued the conversation. And he actually responded. So in my head, I'm like, this ain't no damn Envy. This is some social media assistant <laughs> or something like that. But turn turned out it was actually him. So he posted again. This was probably October 2018, somewhere around now. And he posted again. I did the same thing with his DM. But this time I said, yo, do you have sponsorship opportunities for your seminars? And he was like, of course we do. So how much? He was like $3,000. I was like, I bet. When's the next one? He was like, well. We're going to have one um, in December, but it was only like at this time. I think it was November. It was like two weeks. I was—he's like, "You can get a part of that." I'm like, and I'm thinking at this time, like three thousand for two weeks. There's not really no promo for me. I was like, "Nah, I'm good." Let me know what you're doing in 2019. I want to be a part of it. And then after that seminar they did in December, they posted the next one for January 27. It was actually going to be in our hometown, Queens. So I say, "Yo, dude, what the hell?" Like I thought you. I told you, I want to be a sponsor. Mm-hmm. You didn't even tell me about this event. And from there, he was like, all right, bet. So I said, send me the invoice. And from so the three, there, it was still $3,000? It was $3,000 still. Gotcha. Right? And I did that without having no anticipation or being on stage. The only thing I kept on saying in my mind, y'all, was like, yo, there's 1,000 a, a people paying $100 to be at these seminars. These people Jeez. are serious. <laughs> it was a 1,000 people there? A 1,000 people. The the last one they had in Jersey had a, in twenty eighteen December twenty eighteen had a thousand people. So in my head, I'm like, holy shit! I'm a mortgage guy. Try and right, just to edit. oh my just bad, just my bad. do bad. your best. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a YouTuber too, so my <laughs> So um, bleep that. Um, so I'm like, dag! Like this is a lot of people, black and brown people, trying to learn about real estate. Let me get in the building. Because I just want to have my table. I want to be there. I want to get leads. Because at this time, I'm still thinking like a mortgage guy. Mm. I just want leads, bro. Mm. And he was like, all right, cool. No problem. Mm. January 2nd, 2019, first time I ever got on the phone with We just was talking to DM. So he was telling me that I need to speak at the seminar. So I'm like, nah, bro, I'm not speaking. Really? Yeah. I told him no five times in the same conversation. Like literally five times, and he's trying to sell me on why I should be speaking at the seminar. And he's giving you the ultimate alley You like the ultimate ad, but I'm and you're laughing. not thinking about it like that. No, because I'm like, just, let me get I'm, leads. No, because I'm thinking of my fear. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm not a public speaker. I'm not what people see of me now. I had to grow and learn to become who I am right now. So at this time, I'm like, nah, I'm good, dog. I just want to be at the table. I'm good. I want leads. I want to get loans. <laughs> I don't want to get on stage because I'm I'm self-conscious my own of my own capabilities. So he's like, No, nah, I'm telling you, I see your videos plus people that I know know you. They said that you helped them and you've been helping a lot of people for years. You need to be on stage because you talk that talk that people can understand from you because you're not the typical banker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, nah, bro. But by the fifth time, I said, yo, am I going to continue to tell DJ Envy from The Breakfast Club? No. I said, hmm, I'm playing myself right now. (laughs) Like, seriously, I had, like, an out-of-body experience. (laughs) So I had, you know that video, Dr. Dre Slim Shady, and they on the shoulders and everything like that? I really felt that was, like, at that moment, at the fifth no. They just popped out of nowhere on my shoulders, (laughs) right? And I'm like, they're like, yo, what are you doing, dude? This is an opportunity. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll speak. Now, at this time, I had 1,800, 1,700 followers at this time. So I'm like, holy smoke. How many you got right now? Uh, I'm probably 280 right now, 280K mm. just on Instagram. And I'm like, wow, like, I'm about to go speak in front of 15. He's like, it's going to be 1,500, 2,000 people. I'm like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> I'm like, this sucks. I'm like, wow, <laughs> what did I say yes for? Like, no, I'm really, like, my anxiety just went through the roof. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, I got to practice. So from that day, I say, you know what? I got to, how am I going to practice right i got 1800 people on my page mm. so this is the the audience the size of the audience that's going to mm. be there so now i got to use social media i got to do videos i got to start talking to my social media more so <laughs> like when i started doing videos it would take me 5 hours to make a 60 second video jeez right my guy, tux has been with me from the beginning cuz
1: right? you don't like the way you sound or you don't like your so stuff over your words film filming
0: it? Like, yo, why are you ain't posting on this? I said, bro, you making me look fat. My, my, <laughs> my, my collar is not where it needs to be. Like, I sound terrible. And he's like, nah, you good. Just post it. But again, self, we all have our own insecurities. And we're all self-conscious. Sure. So I told myself, Nah, I can't take five hours to do a video because I'm going to be on stage. This is one take. I got 15 minutes. And I don't even know what they want me to talk about. But I'll get into that later. Right? So I'm like, you know what? Let me just go to my, my gram. And I brought a tripod, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to just use this as my practice. This is my audience. And I told myself, I got to do three videos. If it ain't good by the third video, it doesn't matter. I got to post it. Mm. And I just kept on doing that. I just kept on posting. It didn't matter what I looked like. If if I didn't have a haircut, it didn't matter. I had to post something every single day, a live video that I recorded. So by the time, this, this was January 3rd. Now, the seminar was January 27th. So by the time January 27th came, I was doing one takes now. You know what I'm saying? With my videos. <sighs> yo, there's so takes. many bars. I hope y'all did not miss it was so, the it bar. Like, though. It was it was crazy because I was just like, I found myself getting better day by day by day by day by day by day. And then I said, yo, Tukes, we got to do um, a practice run. So I did a lunch and learn for realtors, for local realtors. So, and this is something that I always do being in the mortgage business. But I say, yo, film me like we're doing a seminar right? Because I got to be able to see what I'm talking about. I got to go back and watch the tape, right? So we did that. That was another practice run. Mm -hmm. So the realtors got great information, but they didn't know I'm practicing with them, (laughs) right? right. Right? I'm practicing engaging with the audience, engaging with the crowd. Like, I'm practicing all the stuff. I went on YouTube, how to public speak. Like, I'm doing all this research leading up to the 27th, and I don't even know what they want me to speak about. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have no clue. What speech were you practicing, though? I was just talking mortgages, just mm. programs, products. I was just getting comfortable with just talking about everything that I know, pretty much. So just to prepare for whatever they told me they wanted to speak about, yes. all right, cool. The repetition was already there, right? It's like working out. You can, you can stop working out or stop riding your bike, but you can get back on your bike and go ride a bike instantly.
1: Now you, you know became I mean? a speaker and content creator
0: in 24 days. Basically. That's crazy. Bas- just basically, Just the repetition. It's just straight off a repetition, straight off a repetition. And I got on the stage. They told me the day before, hey, we want you to talk about two or three K loans. Okay, great. No problem. The day before, I have no PowerPoint, no nothing. And I don't even know how to do PowerPoints that good, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I suck at that. So I'm like, I don't have enough time to get this. So I'm like, no, I just got to freestyle. And they had someone else speaking mortgages um, um, on a stage too. And they were pretty much going to talk about the same thing. So I said, all right, only thing I ask you guys, let her go first. Let her (laughs) go first so I can see what she's talking about and see what she missed and I can add on to it. Mm -hmm. So I went up there on the stage. I threw up before I got on stage. Did you really? Yeah. Like literally threw up? Literally threw up, had to go to the bathroom and throw up. (laughs) Like real talk. And (laughs) I got on stage. And I said, yo, Tukes, you got to follow me with the camera because I want you to get the camera of the crowd and mm-hmm. me walking out. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I was like, yo, that, that, that might look cool, right? Right? So I did that and I freestyled for 15 minutes. And then I just went into, you know, products and programs. And I started talking about, you know, generational wealth, life insurance. You know, I started deep in the conversation because no one at real estate seminars at this time was talking about life insurance, yeah. financial planning, taxes, So I started bridging all of that in together because as I started studying everybody who's doing real estate seminars at that time, I'm like, damn, nobody's talking about generational wealth and how to really build generational wealth. So I was like, you know what? Let me add that into it. And actually, Rashad gave me that tip too. Um, Shout out to Rashad.
1: Listen to The Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts.
0: Rashad, you know Rashad at this point? So, fast forward, rewind back to 2018. So, I met Rashad and Envy at the same time. Gotcha. We're Rashad. talking about Rashad from Rashad Earn Rashad Balao from Earn Your Leisure, right? So, again, at this time, Rashad had probably 9,000 followers. So, the same thing. I kept going on my Explorer page. And if you follow Rashad from the very beginning, before there was Earn Your Leisure, there was always these posts that would go viral and it would never be of him. It would be from somebody from the culture of power, of influence. And the captions will always say at Rashad Bilal on the actual, like, you know, the video. Like really? the watermark, right? So I kept on seeing this. Oh, so he was posting the so things like a, that were happening. So like a Magic Johnson or, or right, It was oh, like Shade Room, pretty much. Kind of like Shade Room. They report what's going on exactly. or they repost what's happening. So he would take Anything financial planning that anybody of power in our community was talking about, Magic, um, Michael, whoever, right? If it was something of financial literacy or business, he would take those clips, kind of which we all see going around now. He's actually one of the originators of that, Mm. right? So he would take that, you know, like the Gary Vee file headlines, the fonts and everything. He would have all the fonts and everything on it. And on the video, I have a watermark at Rashad Balao. So I used to always see these damn videos. And then I would go to his page, and then the comments will have 3,000 comments in there. And then I used to go through damn. the comments, and I'm like, damn, there's a lot of gems going on in this comments. So after like two or three weeks of seeing that, I said, yo, this dude got the shade room for financial literacy. And he only got 9,000 <laughs> followers. I'm like, this is incredible. So then I looked at his bio. Something told me to look at his bio. And he was saying that he was a financial planner based in New York and blah, blah, blah. And, I'm, and I said, wait a minute, hold on. This guy's a financial planner, but he's not never talking about his business. He's mm. not even telling you he's a financial planner. It's just in his bio. So I started stalking his page. Like, where's the content of him selling something, <laughs> right? <laughs> but the, I couldn't find none. Oh, man. So I DM'd him. I said, yo, bro, I like what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Yo, I'm a local um, loan officer. I got a lot of clients. I would love to refer them to you because you're a black financial planner and you're local. He was like, I right, bet. We got on the call. First call we had was like an hour long, kind of talked about the business, blah, 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 kind of filling each other out. I was like, I right, bet. And within 30 days, I probably sent him like 10, 15 clients. Oh, wow. And probably 80% of them rolled over at least 100K of money over to him. Right. So one day he hits me and I didn't even know this was going on, that people were actually rolling over money to work with him. Right. I just was referring, like, go to my guy Rashad, go to my guy Rashad. Right. Cause he just sounded like a stand up guy. And one day he hits me up like, yo, bro, let's get on the call. He's like, yo, you've been sending me a lot of business. What do you want? You don't want anything (laughs) on this? I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't need any, I don't want anything monetary. I just want one thing from you. He said, what's that? I said, teach me how you doing what you doing, bro. Really? I said, you doing something different. I said, you got the, you got the shade room for financial literacy. I said, your comments are crazy. Every post, I don't see nothing like this but on blogs for, for ratchetness. Hmm. Right? For righteousness and foolishness and gossip. Mm-hmm. But you're talking financial literacy. And people don't even know how you look for the most <laughs> part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and your comment section is like something that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I said, What the hell heck are you doing? He said, I said, How can I do that in my world, in the mortgage world? And he said, Yo, you gotta deepen the conversation with your, with your audience. So what are you talking about? He said, Well, you're in real estate, right? You work with guys like me. You sent me a bunch of business. Why are you not talking about it on your page? I said, well, I work with insurance people. I work with realtors. I work with this. I work with that. He was like, yeah, so you need to kind of tie in all of that into mortgages Mm. and deepen that conversation with your folks. And I said, "Dan, that's brilliant. (laughs) No, seriously, I I said, yo. And at that moment, I said, yo, you're like the RZA, huh? (laughs) <laughs> to this day I call him the RZA right because he's the he's the RZA of the Wu-Tang Clan the financial Wu-Tang Clan oh for sure you know what I'm saying so you can you connect with
1: Rashad on yo know, for one just like supporting each other and two you you this is before this is before Arnualesia right right and this is
0: you connected with Rashad before this event that you had with Envy this was before the event I, I had with Envy gotcha right you. and I told him that I was doing an event with Envy yo I went to Rashad, me and Tukes, my guy, been with me forever. So he he knows this is no cap, right? We went on a train to Westchester County. I live in Long Island right now. So if you're from New York, you know, I wasn't driving there. We took the train. It was freezing in the winter to do content with this man at his office. Wow. Right? This is before Earn Your Leisure. This is before I did the seminar. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was just taking his advice. So I said, okay, great. Since you, I've been sending you business, you're going to be the financial advisor that I'm going to do the content with. What's good? He's like, all right, let's do it. And this was like, I'm telling you, late December, like right around the holidays. So we went, we got the content, and I started clipping those things up and putting them on my page. And it it was just great. And this is before I did the first seminar. So when I did the first seminar, I already had that gem in my head. So when I went on stage, I was able to tie in mortgages, generational wealth, life insurance, the whole nine yards into my 15-minute freestyle presentation. And I thought I bombed. I thought I sucked. Really? I stayed on stage. Like, so it was at a nightclub, the first seminar. So it was a big stage. So I stayed on the stage, literally, for an hour after, because I was just hiding. I was nervous. Really? Right? Super nervous. Here I tell you, I was super nervous. So him, my team is This is after me. everyone left? No. The seminar's still going on. So I was the third person to go on. Uh-huh. The seminar's still going on. So you can be at the stage right there, and we can be back here. Right. And you can't really see us from the from the crowd. Gosh. But I'm hiding because I was so afraid to go off stage to get the people's reaction. What did you think we were going to say, yo? Hey, man, that was terrible? Yeah, basically. (laughs) Now, again, insecurities and being in your own head. We we get in our own way a lot. But we can talk about that later, because that's the whole mindset play. But when my team was calling me, he's like, dude, what are you doing? Get off the stage and come (laughs) down here. You got a line, like, longest day, people wanting to talk to you. I'm like, what? Wow. So I peeked from the stage because I could see my vendor table. And it was literally like, had to be 300 people lined up. What? I said, what the heck is that? They said, that's for you, G. Mm. I said, oh, let me get the hell off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm walking through the crowd like, oh, snap. And people coming out their scenes like, yo, that was great. That was great, yo. I appreciate you for saying Amazing. all that thing. And And I'm like, I still thought I sucked. To this day, everything I do. I still say that. After this, <laughs> after this real time, I'll probably go in the car like, yo, Tooks, that was a seven. Because <laughs> I'm my own worst critic. But I say all that. to say. You're, you're at a 10
1: right now. Okay. This is... <laughs> thank you. You're I appreciate well, that.
0: But, you know, for me, that was the first time that I spoke in front of that many people. You know, now I have 3,000 followers. I watched the tape the next day. Took sent me the tape. And I said, dad, this was me? I said, Whoa. so when you saw yourself, you, you was like, yo, I'm cooking. I said, nah, this is, I said, this can't be me. Because, again, we limit ourselves to, we don't know what we're capable of until we do it. And oftentimes we limit ourselves before we actually do it. We're our own worst enemy. That's a fact. My father used to tell me, God bless the dead, Matt, get out your own way. Get out your own way. And I never understood that until that day, bro. I'm like, dang, I'm in my own way. I was like, I was about to pass down this opportunity because of my own insecurities, my own self-conscious. And these people loved it. And I thought I was terrible, but they like, praising when my DMs are blowing up, people applying for loans. And I say, you know what? I'm going to have my own seminar. I'm that guy. Nah, I just (laughs) just saw opportunity. I said, if people are coming to me and saying, yo, people don't talk about this type of stuff, so why don't I do my own seminar? I'm going to call it the Generational Wealth Workshop. And I'm going to incorporate everything I'm talking about. I'm going corporate incorporate financial planning. I'm going to incorporate everything. And I'm going to do the real estate part of it, too. But then, yeah. now I'm going to bring in a guy. I brought in Beyond Win from Cleveland. Yeah, I, right? I brought Rich- Rashad was on stage. I think that was the first time he was on stage in front of a crowd. Too. Really? Yeah. And he said, I said, yo, bro. <laughs> I hit him up. I said, yo, Riza, what's good? <laughs> I'm, about to do, I'm about to do my own seminar. He said, I said, a paid seminar, too. I said, I'm going to charge the same price Envy is charging. So that way he don't think I'm devaluing his brand mm. because if I just, if people just paid to see me and they paid hundred dollars, if I do something free, I'm automatically devaluing what they're bringing to the table. He's like, you sure you want to do that, bro? You only got 3000 followers. <laughs> you know, there's people on Instagram that got a million followers that can't sell a t-shirt. That's a fact. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's a fact, bro. But you know, what, what do I have to lose? Right? I have everything to gain at this yeah. point. I was like, I want you to be a speaker too. So if I'm going to lose, you lose with me. <laughs> hey, pull up. Right. He's like, all right, I do it. Bro, I had no marketing expertise. I didn't even know how to make a flyer. I was, you know how you can make the grid mm-hmm. in your phones with different pictures? I would take everybody's headshots, put it in the grids, and that was the flyer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, I spent no money on this. Jet. I got a hotel because I'm always doing events for like realtors and <laughs> stuff like that like lunch and learns just in my career. So I'm like, yo, how hard could it be to do a seminar? I get a hotel, I get a DJ, I got my cameraman already. Mm. I get a microphone. Right, let me get some sponsors. I know a bunch of title companies, insurance mm. companies. They'll pay me $700 to be a vendor if I'm telling them it's going to be three, 400 people about real estate. And that's all I did. I just used the tools and the resources that I already had within me. And I just organized everything. And I promoted that thing. It was March 2nd, 2019. And I had 3,000 followers, and that thing made me $30,000. Listen, if I was going to teach
1: you how to make a million dollars, would you give me 10000 Like, if I had a course teach you how to make a million dollars a year positive, you're going to make a million dollars, would you give me 10000 Of course you would. It's no-brainer, right? So, in a calendar year, we make seven figures with the podcast. But there's 21 things that I extracted from that that you're going to need to launch a podcast. But I only got time to give you three right now. One is you need a distribution platform. The distribution platform is what you upload your podcast to. That platform sends it to Spotify, Apple, Google Play, so that your supporters can actually listen to your podcast. You're also going to need a microphone. You need a really good microphone so it's crispy audio. And three, you need an income strategy. This is not necessarily a hobby, unless you're going to make it a hobby. But I can teach you how I made the seven figures with these 21 things. Now, the good news is you don't have to give me 10,000. My ebook is only 37 bucks. Okay. So, listen, go to podcastebook.com and get the 21 things that you need. And I I can explain it in detail, all the things that you need. Okay. Podcastebook.com. Let's get to the episode.
0: How many people showed up? It was about 350, 400, and now also off a live stream. Right. And here's the best thing about it. Here's a funny story. (laughs) So, the best thing about it is this was. One of the worst snowstorms in 2019, March 2nd, right? I'm thinking this thing is done. No one's gonna come. Right? A right? Couple people hit me like, Matt, can I switch the live stream? I'm like, oh my god. I'm sorry, god. real quick, Matt. How how do you be remembering these dates, bro? Because like, they because they mean something to me. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember. Dates. Like, I can't even. talk, And I smoked a lot of weed in my life, so my memory is kind of <laughs> suspect. I ain't gonna hold you, but these dates right here mean something to me because this was the beginning. This was what set it off, mm-hmm. right? So I had this this whole panel. I had Sabine for um estate planning. I had Lindsey Smith for life insurance. I had Rashad Bilal for financial planning. I had me talked about mortgages briefly, but I didn't make it about me. I made it about everybody else. I was just the host and the moderator, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had Beyond Win, I had my man, Jermaine Miller. So I had a whole, I had Miss Business talking about taxes, right? So if you look at Earn Your Leisure's first episodes, who's all their first guests? All them people. <laughs> Seriously. Uh... Kind of set up the format of what we know is Earn Your Leisure today. Because now, Earn Your Leisure podcast came out in January. Now, I'm not saying that I started Earn Your Leisure podcast or gave them the play. I'm saying it birthed the idea for them now to deepen their relationship on the podcast. So if you look at Ernie Your Leisure's first eight, nine episodes, it was just Troy and Rashad, which those are still some of my favorite episodes to this day. But their first actual guest was Miss Business. Mm. She was at the seminar. I think she was episode nine, right? Mm. Then you had Sabine. Then you had me, right? So their first couple guests all birthed from that seminar. Yeah, right? so I, and I, now that we're
1: here, we're here now. <laughs> so I think when I got introduced to you, Rash- this it's like before, I mean, before it was like it is what it is now. Um, or I don't I don't remember the exact situation, but I remember saying, yo, this is my partner, Matt. But it wasn't like a partner where I'm saying, yo, this uh like Matt this is my partner, this is my boy. Mm-hmm. It was more like you had something to do with it. You know what I mean? So do you own some of Your Leisure? Ar- Earn Leash- Your
0: Ar- Leash- No, the 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 community. Correct. I'm a partner, in a it's for, all right, so Earn Your Leisure, I'm going to break down the whole, Talk to me. everything for you, right? Because I get, I don't get this question a lot. So <laughs> I've been wanting to ask you this for mad long, bro. I'm like, yo, I know. You know and I'm going to tell you the whole story behind everything, too, right? And I'll make it quick. So Earn Your Leisure podcast, like I said, I did the seminar and everything, and now January is when 2019 it was Earn Your Leisure podcast first came out. So by the time I did my seminar, now I agreed to be on tour with DJ Envy. So now they was like, yo, we're hitting $0.20 this year. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, bet. I'm down for every city. They said 3000 a pot, man. I said, I don't care. I'm outside, right? <laughs> so they started the podcast. They were doing what they got to do. And I was on tour with Envy at the same time. So when I came to do this um, podcast for my episode, I think it was in the March. We just finished a Miami um, date with Envy. And I was kind of on fire now a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because now, like, my page is blowing up. Everything's happening. We did the, we did the um, episode. And this was the first time I actually met Troy mm-hmm. is when I did the episode. And we just immediately clicked. And me and Rashad was already tight. So now doing the Envy stuff, and I did my first seminar. I'm not going to say it caused a little friction, but it was kind of like now Matt's kind of competing a little bit. Why? Because I started doing the seminars, and now he's doing the seminars. too. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, right? so yeah, so... Yeah, I So, it came across like it was... I was competing, and I'm like, no, E, I'm not competing with you. I'm doing something totally different. Right. What you and um, Caesar are talking about is just how you guys invest, yeah. right? I'm bringing other people in from different states, and but I'm i But I going. can see where he's I can see where he's coming from, too. So... Now, fast forward a little bit. Now, me, Troy, and Rashad, we started doing networking events all across America together. We was going all free networking events. But this was, when was this, though? This was second quarter, 2020, 2019. 2019. So, so this is before they, like, they lit. They started. So, my episode, episode 12 is the GOAT episode. I say that to everybody because my episode was the first one that got them to the number eight on the charts. Mm. My episode went viral.
1: By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social
0: proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Really? So now I'm going crazy with Envy, and then that episode drops with them, and then it goes viral. You are that guy. No, I'm just a man. At this point, you know, <laughs> I'm just. At man. this point, you're him. Right? No, but I, at that point, probably to the world, I'm yeah. him. But it's still in my own mind. It's still my own insecurities and everything like that. So I'm just thinking, like, yeah, I don't know why these people are going crazy for this. Like, I'm just talking regular things I've been doing for the past 18, 17, 18 mm-hmm. years. So I didn't understand what I was doing at that moment, right? But we started going on. Um, networking events, because they're getting hot. I'm getting hot. So we were just going around the country, Houston, Chicago, Atlanta, networking How events. How many people were at these events? Um, the networking events, we were probably getting two, 200, 300. Really? 350, you know what I'm saying? Depending on what city. And we just was be there shaking hands, kissing babies. Oh, it's free. It's free. Yeah, 100% gotcha. free. Everything's free at this point, because it was just building up the brand and building up the community. Again, shaking hands, kissing babies, touching your, constitu- your, 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 your people, you know what I'm saying? And hugging them, taking pictures, answering questions, just being accessible. Because a lot of people, when they start getting big and big, they become, they're not accessible no more. So we did the opposite play. Mm-hmm. So now, I did another seminar in June. It didn't cause too much friction this time because it was I, I better planned it. Right, you know, had the conversations, and that one went crazy. Did they take you off their stage, though? No, they didn't take me off their stage. Right. I got fired once, but it, that you know, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, I got rehired like the next day, and I've been on all all the stages. Thank God, and I paid three thousand dollars per stage. Gotcha. Like the only time we just did this seminar, um, you know, recently. And I, that's the first seminar that I was on a stage and I didn't pay the sponsorship fee. Gotcha. Right? And that's just, this is twenty twenty two. Oh, Recently wow. That's just, crazy. This was literally like. So summer. you've been, you've been paying it the whole time. Oh, 100%. Because I believe in investing in myself. 100%. Right? I, I'm here as a, my relationship started and I said, I'm going to do something. So I'm going to keep my word. Even though as my brand continued to grow, I know I didn't need to pay no more. I knew I could have bought it something, but no. This is what I said I'm going to do. So I'm going to continue to do it. And let's rock and roll and let's grow. Because I want to invest into myself. And I want you to see that I'm about my business, too. So go back to J- um, June 2019, summer 2019. Me and Rashad talking one day. He was, I was like, yo, I'm thinking about starting a community. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, it's crazy. I'm thinking about starting a community, too. You know, with, with Troy and my other partner, Mike. I'm like, yo, that's dope. He like, why don't you get in with us? Mm. he was like well you always and I started thinking about him like how would that work you know it's three of y'all he was like look it's, first of all you don't be by yourself it's three of us Mike does all the backing and stuff you'll have support right and then now he knows everything that's happening with me and Envy in the seminars he was like no and this could be a good way for you to kind of stay under the radar too that way you don't get kicked off and fired <laughs> <Nothing> like that <laughs> off the seminar
1: so y'all have the conversation. Mm-hmm. You like, yo, we all come together. Yep. You obviously you're
0: promoting it. Yep. But it's under that umbrella. It's EYL University. So nobody would think I have anything to do with it. Right. And I, I said, knew and it. I said, I knew it. And I said, now, I knew it. Bro. I said, I said this is brilliant. I said, you know what? Let's do that. I said EYL. I said Earn Your Leisure is starting to blow up. I said we do EYL University. No one's going to think that because I'm already promoting you guys and supporting. So, no one's going to know I'm an owner of this. Mm. Perfect. Now, I can build community with you guys and I can still do it, my plays with Envy and Caesar without nobody feeling no ways, right? Mm. So, it was a perfect play for everything. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm not saying, look, and I don't want nobody to think that en- Envy's my brother. I love Envy. He, he, I'm giving him his flowers right now. He set it off for me yeah. and he's still, he's a mentor to me to this day. Like we talk all the time. He's helped me so much in my career, but at that time we was getting to still know each other. Right. And you know, and I understand his position because when people get around celebrities and stuff like that, they try to just, oh, I'm going to get hot on my own and I don't need you no more. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things has happened in his career too. So he was protecting himself too and trying to protect sure. his brand at the same time. So I get everything that he was coming from. And that's why to this day we, we have a great relationship. Because so, we had to, we had to talk about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Side note. I don't know him. Can you get him on the podcast? You think he'll do it? Possible. It'd be cool. Possible. Okay. Keep going. I can have the conversation. Yeah. He'll, he'll be here this weekend. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I can, I can <laughs> have that conversation. Um, so, so we did the EYL University. Me, Troy, Mike, Rashad. And we just formed like Voltron. So we plotted and planned the whole sum of how we was gonna do it, what, what cost um, you know, teachable kajabi, what mm-hmm. we gonna use, right. all this good stuff. And then our first event was I think in October 2019, and we launched it off a real estate investing class. And that was the first EYL university class. But again, it looks like me. I'm just You're put, just a speaker. Right? I'm, just a, just, spe- like- I'm just-, just a speaker. I'm just a speaker. All right. So how much how much is EYL university? It's like I don't even know right now. It's under $1,000 right now, annually. It's not that expensive. Yeah, annually. It's not that expensive. We started, and here's the thing, we started off EYL University at $99 annually. Really? Yep, and those people are still grandfathered to this day Mm. at that price. And we were trying to tell people, look, we're going to get, we're basically bringing the podcast now in the classroom. Everything you guys have been learning on the podcast, we're now going to go a little bit deeper. Pause. And the <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna go. Cool. You know what I mean? And we was like, "Yo, y'all need to get in at this yeah. price because it's gonna go up." And then now, you know, it's probably you know nine ninety seven something like that right now. How many anyway. earn, How many earners you got around the world? Oh man, we have active right now nine, a little bit under ten thousand active right now. Nine, 10,000 people yeah. active. Earnest rule of the world, man. And growing. And growing. 10,000 active members? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. EYL University is, is definitely growing. EYL but it's different EYL price EYL. points. I know you're talking. to some math right now. It's different, <laughs> it's, different, it's, different, it's, dif- it's different price points. You know what I'm saying? So you know,
1: just a conversation amongst you and someone you've built a, an amazing relationship with. Y'all come together,
0: drop the egos, mm-hmm. build a seven-figure company. 100%. And it was all off of added value. I added value to what Rashad was already doing, right? I showed him, oh, this is how I did it. I made mistakes. Here, take the information because you was free with the information for me too. He added value into me. Like he helped me with my social media. I helped him in certain ways too. And it was that value add from both of each other that I said, yo, it makes sense. Like, and then you've been around the guys, these guys known each other for 40 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They all grew up together. And that's what people don't know. EYL is a family. Yeah. Like, literally, they all grew up together, same neighborhood, same high schools. Like, I'm like the long lost, long, long lost cousin. Yeah. Like, so when I came into the mix, it was like, damn, he's part of the family too. He's just our cousin. You know what I'm saying? So it all just blended in, in this weird, dope way. And I'm like, these are my. These are my brothers and these are my sisters. Man, that's actually an eight-figure company. I'm running some stuff in my head right yeah, now. That's yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, let, I was I'm like, having respect. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay.
1: Sorry, bad <laughs> boys this. moving
0: silence. Oh my gosh,
1: <laughs> it's but so, it is so dope that like that's not something that you tattoo on your arm or put on your T-shirt. Nah, it's like, yo, I'm here to build something for the culture. It ain't about me. Let nope. me let me like really be a part of the move.
0: That's dope, man. Dude, it's it's and again, it takes you got to check your ego at the door. You know, when you're dealing with multiple personalities, especially in business, especially with the type of money that you just mentioned that comes into the equation, it's hard for people to kind of fall out. This is why groups groups break up all the time. For sure. Right? Um, so it's a, a lot of knowing your role and knowing your position. You know, we understand that Troy and Rashad are the stars. Like, we get it. We built the whole system around, yo, know, the further Earn Your Leisure podcast go, the further everything else behind it. It's like... Earn Your Leisure podcast is the head. And then it's the body, it's the arms, it's the legs, and everything fall us, falls into it. And now that's what the world is seeing right now. Now you're starting to see the arms, the body. You're starting to see everything that's starting to branch off. Got the network, got InvestFest. We're doing events. We got this going on. There's so many aspects to this whole thing. Now it's just, it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. That it all, and it's still infant. Yeah. It's still a baby. It's three years old. What what do you think? That's the scary part. Yeah. It's three years old. That's- it's three years old. Really <laughs> think about a three-year-old child, y'all. Right. <laughs> no, seriously, think about you yeah. got kids? Yeah, for sure. Think about a three-year-old baby. They they just now learned how to go to the bathroom yeah. for the most part. Learning how to read. Can barely walk. <laughs> you know That's what
1: I'm saying? Crazy. What do you think? What do you think um made the community so special? like, Because it's almost like it's
0: infectious. What do you think makes it that way? I think first, it's us, right? Everything starts with the leaders. You know, any community, any business, it's leadership. Leadership dictates the culture. And our culture is love. You know what I'm saying? We really rock with each other. We're really friends. We really hang out. We really talk all the time, right? Not just about business, just chopping it up. And it just spread down to our community. Number two, transparency. We're very open and honest. We're not trying to sell you nothing. We're just trying to teach you. We don't make you promises you're going to make a million dollars a month. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. So if you, if you follow us, we're, that's not our content. It's informational. It's educational. We're, we are professors. We're professors.
1: Promo code, big deal at checkout, and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights, take your brand to new heights, take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer. Okay, I'll see you at the summit, and don't forget to use promo code
0: Big Deal. You know what I'm saying? We're teaching at a very high level and to the best of our, our individual capabilities, right? So I think the people notice that because if you look at communities all over, it's always a promise of something. Mm. You join this community, you're going to get this out of it. Yeah. You join this community, you're going to get that. No, this is an educational platform. Yeah, You're going to join this community and you're going to get what you put into it. Mm. The information is on us, the execution is on you and my Troy voice. <laughs> right? <laughs> no doubt. Like, And that's what we live by. So I think people when they came into the community, like, no, nah, they're not really trying to upsell us to nothing, downsell us. It's like, we're doing classes every week. Like, mm-hmm. we're answering questions. Like, dude, I was on, I used to be on these classes for three, four hours a week. Wow. Like, weekly, just pouring into people, helping them with their loans, helping them understand real estate. Like, we just poured into our community and it's just grown and grown. And then again, we would go outside to the people. We would do free events. We didn't stop doing the free networking events. We haven't done a free networking event in a while, but we've done so many. All over the country, like, we're touching the people. So as it started growing, they started seeing that sense of community because now they come to one of our events, they can really walk up to us and talk to us. And we're not going to be like, yo, security, get them out of here. It's like, yo, come here. Let's talk. What you got going on? Like, you've you've been around us. You see what it is. Like, we're not those type of people. We're from the same streets you're from. We're the same people you are. And we just want to see our people win. And, And I think, and it's genuine. Yeah, for sure. And the people see it.
1: I want to invite you to pick my brain.
0: Mine too. Mine too. Yours too? Mine too. Yours too. I okay, you guys.
1: Brain. We are so excited because we just dropped our newest podcast series called The Brain Picker Podcast. David! Oh, it's going down. You get to pick our brain. You have a business idea, a concept. You're stuck. You can't get off the ground. You need the advice of seasoned, experienced entrepreneurs. Not only entrepreneurs that are practitioners, but we got a lot of people that we've been coaching all over the last decade. All over the globe. They got receipts. Not just that, you never know where your next investor might be hanging out. And the word on the street is we got all the connections. That's a big fact. We got all the connections. So if you want to sit down with us and pick our brain in front of our audience and we're letting you pick our brains, we won't even talk bad about you for doing it in front of our audience, bringing your business maximum exposure, find the link somewhere around here, wherever you see it it's there. And apply. Right now. To pick our brain. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Invest Fest. I want to okay. talk about that. Invest Fest. Last year was uh, magical. Yes. The very first Invest Fest was just, it was electrifying. How did that concept come about? And is that like, is that earn your leisure?
0: So do you do like, do y'all do everything together? Because I know the po- the podcast is theirs. Mm-hmm. And so the podcast is theirs. Um, EYL University, I'm a partner. Um, InvestFest, I'm a partner. The network, I'm not a partner in. I'm gotcha. on the, I'm You're on, on, the, network. I'm, I'm on the network, right? The trucking business, I'm not a partner
1: in, gotcha.
0: right? So they got partnerships with other, um, people in our organization, right? So it's kind of spread out, right? It's not like, I'm the only three constant is Troy, Rashad, and Mike, yeah. right? Because they started the whole thing. So they're the constant ones that are partners, on pretty much everything, right? Because they're the three main people. Me, I came in to where I added value, and the things that I'm partnerships of, yeah. you know, obviously are very lucrative too. But you know, I don't need to be a partner of everything because I still do my own thing at the same sure. time.
1: So, so, so tell me about investment. How did How did Invest Fest year one had mm-hmm. the concept come about? Like, <laughs> and I want to know some things that like. Didn't work out well. That nobody knows because I know, and you do something on that level.
0: There are fires that have to be put out. It's a lot of fires that I have to put out. So I can tell you, um, last June, June twenty twenty one, we get a text, and Rashad again. This is why I call him the RZA. He's like an evil genius, and he'll send you a text. I got an idea, <laughs> and that's 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 the text. I got an idea, <laughs> and he doesn't say what the idea is. For, to, like, five days later. <laughs> like, no, seriously. Like, all the time. Really? Like, like, so at first, I'm like, yo, this dude is, like, a weird, wacko, jackal scientist, <laughs> right? But then I had to learn every time he said that, it was something like, oh, it means something. it was popping, right? It worked out in my favor. So when he said that, yo, I got an idea, because we was already brainstorming about, yo, we need to do another event. We need to scale up, because we was already doing live podcasts. We was doing things. So he's like, we need to scale up. So he's like, yo, I got an idea. But this idea, literally 24 hours later, he said, let's hop on the FaceTime. So we all hopped mm-hmm. on the FaceTime. Said, we need to do a festival. It's like, you know, like Coachella, mm-hmm. but for financial literacy. We all said, yeah, that's brilliant. No one's doing that. So we just started brainstorming names. And then now we're on a computer at the same time, seeing that the names are available. What were some of the names that got thrown out there? Oh uh, Man, we had so many different names. I can't remember them all, but I can tell you the one that stuck. <laughs> right. Invest Fest. Invest Fest. That's right. the one that stuck. I said, yo, fellas, it's available with the domain. The domain was like $6,000. I said, I'm yeah. buying it right now. I said, Mike, check and see if, if, the, if the LLC is available. He checked right there on the spot. It's available. Set it up, Mike. I'm buying a domain. Swipe the card right now. fast mm. was born. Call a lawyer. Trademark it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. Right there, all within the spot. Right? So this was June. So we planned. So now we did that. We planned out the run of show. Three-day event. VIP night, Friday night. Two-day festival. Indoor festival, because we don't want to take chance with weather. We need to have food trucks. We need to have business vendors. We need to do everything, right? We've all been to festivals, Essence Fest, we've been to Coachella, we've been to all these different things that happen all over the country. So we just started taking what didn't work, what didn't we see was there. And how can we bring it to financial literacy? And that's when we came up with what you see now. So it was two weeks of planning, literally. We called the GOAT Ashley. Mm-hmm. Right. Shout out for to sure. Ashley. Shout out, Shout out, to, out sure. to Ashley. Hold on. This is commercial break for Ashley. Oh, absolutely. Ashley, we can take that time, right? Ashley, now. thank you. Ash, that's my camera? Yeah. Ashley, you're the GOAT. I just want to say that on Dave's podcast. percent You are the GOAT, right? So we told her our vision. She said, I can execute it. And then, boom, we executed got the venue. And we said, all right. And where was it? it was uh, Georgia, Georgia World, World Conference Center, yep. Right? And, this, and we was like, all right, we're going to do this end of August. Then, now it's July, right? She's like, you guys are nuts. You're trying to do a festival-style thing in less than six weeks. What are you doing? <laughs> We're like, yeah, why not? She was like, all right. And we was like, all right, bet. And that's when it just started. we just started uh-huh. promoting six week of promo. And we had over 4,000 people, 180 business vendors, no sponsorships, everything out of pocket, mm. everything 100% independent. Amazing. And it profitable. was profitable. Oh, yeah. You know, events a lot of times are not a profitable. Oh, yeah. Definitely profitable. Yeah. Definitely profitable. That's all the new role here. Yeah, that was old. I see, I, see, I see.
1: that's the old one. <laughs> Yo. it was definitely
0: profitable. Right? Right, it sure. was. It was definitely a, a very profitable event. Um, thank God. You know, um, the margins was definitely great on it, and people got value out of it. Most yes, important, for sure, 100%. you know, people, you, you was on stage. You had an amazing panel. Thank you. Um, we had so many different amazing panels. So much amazing talent within our community, and yeah. it's and the the best thing about InvestFest, and I'll say this, is that it's not about us. Yeah right? It's not about us. We're not the stars of InvestFest. It's you. Mm-hmm. It's you, right? It's everyone else but us. Mm-hmm. So we're just providing the platform and, letting every, and the marketing and the people and stuff like that. And we're giving the talent the opportunity to do what they do at the highest level that they can. And it was a brilliant idea and it paid off and it worked. And now fast forward, yeah, two, Over 11,000 people. Over Eleven, Because th- I saw it sold out. Okay. So 11,000 the- 11, tickets 11, sold? 11,000 tickets sold, bro. 11,000. That's crazy. 300 business vendors. Tyler Perry. <laughs> okay, I need Steve to know. Harvey. I need to know how this happened, though. Like, because the, <laughs> the people that you guys
1: are standing next to now, it's monumental. How is this stuff happening?
0: Again, the formula from the very beginning, the bigger Earn Your Leisure gets, the bigger everything else around it gets. Yeah. Troy and Rashad are the stars of the show. They are the faces of the brand. The bigger the brand grows, everything else falls in line. So Earn Your Leisure, um, Troy and Rashad was able to ink a deal, several deals, you know, with, with, with different different <laughs> right. things. Um, the network has grown. Market Monday, shout out to Ian. It's going crazy. Market Mondays goes crazy every single Monday, eight PM Eastern Standard Time on your leisure YouTube channel is crazy. Ten thousand people live every week, crazy, right? Um, now the brands, the corporations, they're noticing. We got the voice and we got the attention of the Black and Brown community. Mm-hmm. So now, when those corporate dollars now start trickling in, now their corporations they did really no trickle like that though. Yeah. It's like a yeah, it's not a trickle. I mean, <laughs> let, me not, let me not disrespect <laughs> right. it. It's not, you know, we call them the dragons. You right. know? We, we, call, we unleash the, the dragons like Game of Thrones. But, right. you know, relationships start growing. Mm-hmm. So now when you get inside these rooms, somebody knows somebody. Somebody okay. plugged in this person, right? And then, you know, the Steve Harvey interview happened with Earn Your One of the most incredible interviews I think incredible. I've watched. Incredible. In a very long time, I mean, it was two plus hours of edutainment at its finest. Yeah. And Steve has a- also said that that interview was probably the one of the best interviews he's ever done. Wow! So he was just so impressed um, by the guys and everything that we had going on. They spent five and a half hours with him that they had his mm. house, right? So a lot, a lot of conversation. I, and I won't talk about everything because um, I can't. Mm. But a lot of conversation happened during that time and Steve said on the podcast like yo I got to get in business with you mm. so one of the businesses was InvestFest. so Steve Harvey is now a partner of ours you you are in business with Steve Harvey man yeah Steve Harvey's one of what my does that customers. feel like like you you are
1: that's your business partner correct
0: correct what it feels like god is great <laughs> god is great awesome, right man. because you know, again, everything happens in God's time, not your time. I'm a firm believer in that. And when you get out of your own way, things open up for you that you, like, whatever your goals are, you don't even know what God has planned for you. Yeah. So we never thought we would be in business with Steve Harvey. We never thought when we when we got the text, I got an idea that Invest Festival would be where we have Tyler Perry on stage mm. now. He doesn't come out of his house. Right. For nobody. For nobody. For nobody. He doesn't have to. <laughs> he doesn't right. have to. But, you know, to have a, 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 that partnership with Steve Harvey with Invest Festival, it was the smartest play that I think we've made um, so far. And, you know, having him involved in it now enables us to get a Tyler Perry, enables us to get a Dan Cathy. Every
1: relationship that he has guys now, have
0: access. is now we have access to it.
1: What was the conversation like when when they bring it back and say, hey, guys, now you got to give me details, but like just just the, the feeling of what's going on in this conversation when you guys are considering, because it's not like Steve says, hey, I want to be in business with you guys. You're like,
0: oh, yeah, what I like everything. Like <laughs> nah, there's, nah, there's nah, a conversation nah. amongst nah. the team, right? Yeah, it's a
1: conversation. So what, absolutely. What was that like? It's
0: like, for real? <laughs> First of all, it's like, yeah. what? You serious? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. Like, all right. We'll be talking. What's the numbers looking like? Mm-hmm. So we discussed all of that. That makes sense. It makes both sense and sense, mm-hmm. right? Take a little bit less to make a lot more, mm-hmm. you know? And um, it, was a, it was a conversation of, you know, obviously a lot of back and forth and paperwork and mm-hmm. things of that nature. But it was one of those conversations between us. When they did the podcast, they hit me on FaceTime. They said, our life has changed forever. Before the episode mm-hmm. even aired, they said, our life has changed forever, M.G., I said, "What are you talking about? It went that good?" He's like, "No, I don't think you understand what I'm saying." Now this is Troy. He's like, "I don't and think you understand what I'm saying." And I can you. see him saying it like, "Yeah, yeah like, he's like, I don't <laughs> think you understand what I'm saying." Our life has changed forever. I said, "Damn." I said, "Okay." I said, "I can't wait to watch it." And then when I watched it before everybody else, I said, "Oh my lord! When this drops, this is going to go crazy." There, there have been multiple viral clips, multiple, and then. The business part of it came, and it was like, all right, it makes sense, right? Because people are looking at him in a whole different light because of what we bring to the table. And now he's capturing the younger audience now, because, you know, Steve is an older gentleman. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Right, so now he's able to talk to the people that he probably wasn't reaching. But everybody knows who Steve. My seven, eight-old knows who Steve. Everybody, everybody knows is. Steve. Everybody. He's transcended. He is a mogul. Right. To be like my seven year old knows what he is. Right. That's that speaks volume of the type of brand and legacy that he has built. So for us, it was like, this is a no brainer. Let's let's amend the operating agreement. Let's get the contracts together. Was okay. there ever any because I've been in these situations where it's like good
1: idea, but there's like particulars you gotta work out. Yeah. Was there ever any friction ever in going no. to, the going back
0: and forth? No, because that's what what are we what are we what are we talking about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like what are we talking about here? Right? This is Steve Harvey. Yeah. Right? His whole, you gotta understand, right? Earn your leisure is a platform. It is a media company. He's in media. He's a media mogul, family feud, all this other good stuff. That's all sponsored, driven, commercial, driven. That's ching-ching. Life has changed forever. (laughs) Life has changed forever, (laughs) right? That is a different playing field when you have a number one show in multiple continents. Mm -hmm. This is a different type of level that we're not even... You can't even foresee it when you started off with three iPhones and Troy's kitchen table, right? So when you have the opportunity to be in business with someone who has that connections and now you have their infrastructure now that can help you. And you can not just help you, you can learn from. for Sure. Yeah, right? his
1: leadership is his, like his, his understanding of His team
0: game. is phenomenal, right? We learn a lot from them. And now it takes a lot of the mistakes and stuff off of us. Like even when we first started Earn Your Leisure University, right? It, one of the things was we can learn from each other. We don't have to do this by ourselves. Matt, why be solo when you can be over here? Yeah. Now, if I had an ego... I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, yeah. right? If I was in my own way, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. I wouldn't be a partner in the, the biggest financial literacy festival, probably going to be known to mankind, right? right. This is oh, really going to sure. be the Coachella Absolutely. of financial literacy.
1: I got to ask, man, whose idea was it to uh, have me interview Dan Cathy? <laughs> Which is, he was like, <laughs> <"Whoa>, Rashad, <laughs> he hit me, <laughs> and he told me, and I said,
0: whoa. Dan Kathy, There's so Cathy. many questions, right? There's so many questions. So, yo, yeah, oh my gosh. So I, I tell you, I tell you, I can tell you that conversation. Look at this wall. Look at this wall. You're one of them, bro. Mm-hmm. You're one of them. You're one of these guys. And when you look at the talent that's available, it's like, yo, we got to have a chance through that interview. Because we know he going to be on there like Oprah. <laughs> like, He's gonna have be like it's night and days you got Dan Cathy you know seven billion dollar man then you got this guy sleepers for suckers right <laughs> and his style of how you interview and your questions so we could already see how it's gonna play out like before it even plays out we're like nah he has to do that right even look at Ash we have him on certain things right we have him on an entertainment panel because mm-hmm. Ash has a different level of energy yeah. that the artist might need that to really pull out of what they need because of his level of energy and everything like that. So we're very strategic on who does what. Mm-hmm. And it's conversations. It's not like someone says this and it's nah. Let's talk about it. Like, we all have to agree on something. We have a system in place. Like, we all have to agree. Um. So it was just like a no-brainer, bro, for you. Oh, thank you. To have a $7 billion <laughs> man it was like, all right. Chances to God for that. Like, sleep is for suckers. Why not? Because he's gonna be up there like that. Oprah, y'all. <laughs> he's gonna be over there like scratching his head. Like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all know how he rolls. Like, he gonna be doing this thing. You're gonna be like, but you know you're gonna peel that information out of him. And you're gonna ask the tough questions that most people probably won't ask. So, and we're not looking for. Like the clickbait stuff that would just try to, you know, make people feel uncomfortable because we gotta be respectful for of sure. our guests and stuff like that. But we know you are great at what you do, and this is an opportunity that we feel like, yo, this can help what you're doing also at the same time sure. and help everybody that's a part of the festival yeah. for that kind of life. If you get on the stage, like, yo, you gotta be like, understand like what this is and what we're building, and to say that, yo, I did this at a Vest festival, to me. That's gonna be like, yo, I performed at the Grammys in a couple years. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we look at it. Like this is the big stage, and like he, in our community. And you said something before we started recording.
1: <laughs> and I try not to get too excited because I cause I, st- I want to hear you say it again. And I mm-hmm. want to stay reaction because you kind of breezed over it. You just like we talk about investments. I'm like, well, when this comes, you know what I mean? When it drops, it might be after that. But you said something mm-hmm. that now, now that you now that as we're like going through this interview. It makes sense because of like the partnerships and the way you guys are moving. Um tell me about it. Investfest.
0: Investfest. So we got uh Investfest Europe. Right. Um that's coming in you London. Know,
1: y'all had how many people came out to London? Oh, so Which let me tell you about London. Let me tell you about London. Right? Before I get into the, the detail, that's why I didn't. I get don't my know call. if I can get what y'all got in London
0: in the United States. And I live here. So <laughs> let, let me tell you what. I we, have we've been a we've done a lot of networking events, and as the the brand has grown, the crowds have grown larger and larger and larger. Sure, right. And before then, I think Oakland was like pandemonium. It was like ten blocks long of people, right? Pandemonium. But London, <laughs> we ain't never seen nothing like. And I'm gonna set this up for y'all. It's February. If you have ever been to London, it's freezing. It's like Gotham City out there. It's cold. <laughs> it's rainy. It's wet. Like, you literally got to be out there with, like, a coat coat on, right? And we had this networking event. The event space, I think, held, like, 400 people. And, you know, when you do free stuff, you got to let it go to, like, 1,000 so you can get the 400 that's people. Right. Or if you want to see 500, you go to 1,500 because majority of people are not going to show up for free stuff. So we cut the list off, I think, like, 1,250, 1,300. But the word of mouth, that's so crazy. We pulled up to the event. Dog. There had to be 3,000 people outside, like literally in the cold, in the rain, lined up for blocks. The police, they had secret police out there. They had to the shut down blocks. The police kept on going by to make sure it was because they've never seen anything like that before in London. Now, this is that tape line. Shout out to tape london I'm talking about artists go there, Chris Brown, all these people. They said they've never seen anything like that. No artist, no major recording artist has ever brought out a crowd like that. To, and this is a London hotspot, right? Where all the artists, when you go on tour, they go there. They have never seen a crowd like that. We broke a record. Pe- and people stayed outside for the entire time. And the damn thing was packed inside. So I remember we all went outside at some point and walked the whole crowd, taking pictures with people, thanking them for coming, because it's like, yo, we can't have you just sitting out here. We didn't know it was going to be this crazy out here. But the word of mouth, I, made pe- I met people from Frankfurt. I met people from Germany. I met people from all over the world. Unbelievable. That came out there just for that. I said, how? I said, how long? I met people that said, yeah, it took us 10 hours to get here. We had to see you in person. I said, what? I said, this is incredible. And they all look like us in this room. I said, I didn't even know they had this many black people over here. Like, seriously. This business is three years old. Yeah. That's what I said. Think of a baby. Right? And now I'm telling you these things. It's like, it's it's incredible. It blows my mind to this day. (laughs) This is incredible. I watch the videos sometimes just to say, yo, this is God's work. This is strictly God's work because there's no reason. We are not supposed to be influencing across the pond. Yeah. We're supposed to be influencing in New York. Yeah. <laughs> right? you know what I'm <laughs> We're from NY. We're not supposed to be across the pond. So when we saw that, and Larry, me and Troy and Tooks and, and Brandon, shout out to Brandon, the camera guy, that like we walked that line for almost 90 minutes. We shook everybody's hand we took pictures with everybody. We answered questions. 19 Keys and Beyond went and having a session. You know, them brothers are deep. Got 19, 19 <laughs> right, Keys got right, deep right. on them in the cold. I'm right. like, oh my Lord. I'm like, Keys <laughs> is going crazy. It's cold, bro. Like, you get, but you making it hot. Wow. He got a whole crowd around him. Like this thing was, this network event was absolutely ridiculous. I have never seen anything like this before in my life. So that's why we said, huh, okay. Let's go back. So, Halloween, we are doing InvestFest Europe in London. What's
1: the date? what's the date, yeah.
0: <laughs> Block your calendars. Everybody, block your calendars. I will highly recommend you come because this is going to be another sold out event, God willing. Um, it's at the Royal Albert Hall. What's, what's the date? 10 31, Halloween day. Um, I think that's a Monday. Monday. Yeah, but we're gonna be out there the whole weekend. So it's gonna be VIP experiences the whole weekend. It's what's going happen. on that
1: Sunday? How how far is that?
0: London. What? Um, from from New York, I think it was only like seven hours flight. So from ATL, it's probably what? Ten? Oh, that ain't bad. So you'll have the event. What's what's the time zone change? I think they're nine eight hours ahead of us. Eight hours ahead. Yeah, I think that I got it in my my. Now I keep the world clock now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to keep the world clock now. Yeah, so they right now and when the time changes is different. But right now they're five hours ahead of us. Right now, five hours ahead yes. of us. Sometimes it. it's like six, depending on when, you know when the time zones changing and everything. So like the actual that. event is that Monday. The actual event in Invest Fest Europe is actually ten thirty one. Why Monday. do you do it on Monday? Um, politics with the venues and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, we just say, you know what, we're gonna do it on Halloween. Forget it. Like, why not? we're not going to sit here. You know, it's a lot of politics, especially you're going across the pond mm-hmm. and you're doing stuff. There's a lot of like back end stuff that I won't get into right now, but that's the date that kind of we had no choice to do, but, but it's going to use the the weekend as like kind of different experiences and different things like that. And it's going to be a one day event. It's not going to be a two day festival like um the the America mm-hmm. uh, Huh, the America All Best right. Festival is, but you know it's at the Royal Albert Hall. Go to earnyourleisure.com get your tickets, and I will highly recommend people from the states if you've never been to London, come o- come across the pond with us, right? Have a good time. Yeah, we well, you got
1: Tyler Perry, yeah. If y'all get Jay Z, can I interview him? <laughs> I, I, know, uh, I know, I know, I know, I know, know, know the guys are taking I that. I one. don't think that's what happened, bro. <laughs> the guys are taking that. The one, guys are sure. definitely
0: <laughs> taking that one. So you know um Albert Royal Albert Hall 1031 Hello. Invest Fest Europe and you know we got others planned you know we're going to head up Canada we're going to head up Africa you know this is all going to happen within the next 12 months it's already been working on mm. and then we're going to circle back to ATL for the American Invest Fest and it's going to be a stadium
1: this is crazy bro
0: yeah yo man man i am
1: uh i'm like i'm like literally like full kind of like i don't even like, I really want to, like, leave here because I got, like, work to do. <laughs> I'm inspired. <laughs> and then I'm inspired to, like, think through, like, what type of, like, relationships or collaborations can, uh, can I create to where it's, like, you have, you guys have so many different, like, uh, experts mm-hmm. or so many different, somebody told me one time, actually, I think it was uh, Jay Morrison one time. And, uh, we were, we were talking and he said, he went to the rock nation headquarters or the office or whatever. And he said, um, everybody working in that office could literally be running their own eight figure company. Facts. Like there's so many like super talented, I'm talking about a one, go get it. All of them could be running their own company, Mm -hmm. but they decide to work with one man. Mm -hmm. And then they like, they're they are all culture-shifting. Yes. And that's
0: what I see with you all. That's exactly what it is. I mean, look, you know how we feel about Jay. Hove is the GOAT, right? And he's been teaching us since Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. You know, honestly, if you really pay attention to the lyrics. So for us, he's You do like, Bust
1: Down Rollies ever?
0: No. No, no, we don't need the Rolex diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't factory, I don't know. Right. Oh, for sure. No, and that's just me. Whoever gets bust downs, that's on you. Right, no, me, I right. made
1: that post one time yeah. and I played the song lyrics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some people got offended, so. Yeah, uh... no,
0: people definitely get offended, but it's, 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 it's true. <laughs> Those ain't Rolex diamonds. He's, don't he's, he's that. been teaching us for a long he's time. He's been teaching us for a long time. So from a business standpoint, again, there's so many, like you have the wall right here, right? This is a wall of greatness, right? You don't, the, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just got to take bits and pieces from everybody because the blueprint is already set. So why am I going to sit here and try to create my own role when I can just still have my own swag and my own thing on it and I can take bits and pieces from everything? And that's kind of what we do. So when it comes to Earn Your Leisure as as the company as a whole, like I said, I don't own everything with Earn Your Leisure, right? Every business venture that they do, I'm not a part of it. I know about it, Mm. right? I get offered to be in some of them. Some of them I don't. And I understand. And I don't feel no way about it because I still do my own thing yeah. at the same time. But I understand what's the bigger play, right? I don't have to have an ego. I tell people all the time, Robert Horry got seven rings. Mm-hmm. Jordan only got six. <laughs> it's yeah. a fact, mm-hmm. right? So if I got to play Robert Horry, if I got to play Dennis Rodman, if I got to play John Paxton one day, mm-hmm. Hell, I might have to be called to be Scotty or Mike one day. And I'm get I get called to be Mike or Scotty. I headline things, I do stuff on my own, I do what I have to do. But I understand from a bigger picture, I might not be called in that role all the time. Yeah. So it's like it's, it's cool. As long as the end goal is we all win. Yeah. We all have to win a championship. And you can't win a championship. This is a team sport. And when you're running a business, everybody in the business whether you're a founder, a CEO, or just, a you know, an entry-level employee, you have to be fully committed to what we're doing, and you have to feel as if you're one of the owners. Yeah. So we treat everybody in our organization at the same level. We treat everybody with respect. Everybody has input to a certain degree. You know what I mean? We listen to it when people um, have concerns. Yeah. I'm not even going to call them complaints. When people have concerns or they have objections, we listen to them. When we take that information, we say, all right, could we can we do this better?
1: Yeah.
0: What can we do differently to make this work? And we're reasonable, you know, because yeah. we're, we're, we're three years old. You know, no one teaches us in our community how to run you know, eight-figure businesses. No one teaches you how to grow a billion-dollar brand. This is what we're after. Yeah. We're after a billion or, cu- or a couple billies. So we understand we have to be lined in together. We have to be in sync with one another. We can't let our own personal egos interfere with anything. And we have to go to the finish line. Yeah. Because the ultimate goal is scale.
1: Yeah.
0: And continue to scale. And go bigger, go bigger. That's why we say it's the biggest ever. Yeah. We've been saying that for two and a half years. People, nice. look, people look at us like we're crazy. Now they really they now all in the comments. The biggest <laughs> ever. The biggest <laughs> ever. Okay. Ooh. Now you see what we've been talking about. Sure. And we got a lot more in store. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna talk about all that stuff, but we got a lot more in store. And I'm not trying to be cocky or nothing like that. I'm just telling you, like, yo, we have a plan. And we're trying to execute it at the best of our ability. And if we could bring people along with us and collaborate. Our whole models based off a of collaboration. Yeah. Look at how we started. It was a collaboration, yeah. right? And then we bring in other people like yourself. We collaborate mm. because we don't need to have the shine 100%. We need everybody to shine because the bigger Dave shines, get, the bigger we get. The bigger we get, the bigger you get. And vice versa. The bigger y'all get, the bigger I get. The bigger I get, the bigger you get. Yeah. We all win. It's a win for all of us. I feel like Ethereum and mm. y'all like Bitcoin. Every time, y'all. <laughs> I was saying that's what I'm Bitcoin time. right now.
1: <laughs> right, right, <laughs> But like every time Bitcoin grows, like everything else grows. Like I don't, like if there's some news saying like Bitcoin fell, I don't have to check my account. Even if I don't have Bitcoin, I got like Ethereum or something like that. Mm-hmm. I know everything else fell. But if somebody's like, yo, Bitcoin surges, I don't got to check my account. Yeah, I know, it's really. kind
0: of like in the tech world, right? If I'm, you're looking at stocks and Apple's doing well, pretty much all the tech, you know, Microsoft, everybody's pretty much up. Right. So, you know, again, for us, we just pride ourselves on just being true to ourselves, being open and honest as possible. We're not trying to sell nobody no dreams. We're not trying to make you no promises or anything. We're just here to provide the information in a way that you can execute and most importantly, articulate it to your communities so that way they can execute. Because we just want to impact billions of people that look like us, you know what I'm saying? And go to another level. So that's what we do, man.
1: Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, man. I got to do a quick commercial. Then i have you like close this out. But this has been an incredible, incredible conversation, right? Oh, my gosh. A lot of
0: insight. Oh, a lot of insight. I don't, I don't talk about this stuff. I know. I don't talk about none of this I stuff. I am going to ask you for bad law. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I don't talk about this. No one knows what I just told you. I can't say that anymore.
1: <laughs> this episode is, how just, this is how was sponsored by. <laughs> this is sponsored by the Morning Meetup. The Morning Meetup, the only organization that gathers every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship. Listen, if you want to grow entrep- as an entrepreneur, you need a community of people. You're going to need to learn. You're going to have to grow from learn from somebody who knows what they're talking about. I know what I'm talking about. I'm literally on the call every single day teaching different areas so every month let me tell you about them meet up. Mm-hmm. every month we have a theme so this month's theme is 31 days of content creation so every single day Monday through Friday we are teaching how to create more content then next month we'll have another theme then another theme and we have a book club it's just phenomenal and you cannot like uh five said, you cannot do entrepreneurship alone. You cannot you do it by yourself. You can't so go to themorningmeetup.com, be a part of our community, be a part of our family. All right. Matt,
0: thank you so much, man. I gotta say something to you. Yeah, I'm sir. glad you just said that, because it's just, you're you're relentless, bro. How the hell are you doing this every single day? <laughs> All day. I see the flyers every morning. I'm like, yo, this dude is nuts. Yeah. Right? You are relentless, but look what it has grown blown into. Yeah. Like, and, and that just speaks power of, of your commitment to excellence to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like the discipline to do this, I don't think people realize how hard this is. Like to sit up, you just did an interview with five, now I'm here, you got people here. Like, this is not easy. Yeah. This is hard to hold conversations back to back and run your mouth, then deal with the community, then deal with your family, your kids, and everything else that goes along with. So respect to you, brother, because the way you have grown and your story from selling T-shirts. I mean, I, I remember one day I looked at your YouTube channel. I was like, yo, let me see. I was like, damn, she has got that many subscribers? I said, let me just go take a trip down memory lane one day. And I started looking at your old, your older videos. And I'm like, damn, this dude came a long yeah, way. I was going to take him down. But I, was, yeah. I was like, I got to keep him up. No, nah, you got to keep him up <laughs> there, right? Because that's the journey <laughs> yeah. of you, though, bro. That's what's so powerful, because you had videos that had no views. And I'm like, damn, he probably had no subs at that moment. But you can see, like, I just kept on growing, 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 growing. So if anybody, if you're watching this, listening to this, take the less that he's giving you every single day. You got to be consistent. You got to be persistent. And you can't care what nobody else thinks. Yeah. You got to believe in yourself wholeheartedly and put it in God's hand. And everything else will fall into place. Cause now, you got social proof studios. You got everything going on for you right now. And I'm proud of you, bro. Like, that's why I said, yo, when I come to ATL, I'm going to make sure I stop by. Because not Thank only you. do I want to see this studio, because I'm building, I'm buying a building right now mm-hmm. to do my own. And uh-huh. I need inspiration. But I wanted to come because we were supposed to have this conversation for years. Absolutely. And I think this was, like, the perfect timing. And I wanted to give you your flowers on record, on camera, bro. I'm proud of you, bro. Keep going. You got a whole community that's rooting for you, man. And I'm proud to see what you have grown into. And I know it's just the beginning because you're still a baby too. And it's going to continue to grow, bro. Keep doing God's work, my brother. Keep doing God's work, bro. You know what I like about this conversation the most? I'm going to be honest with y'all. We ain't talking no real estate. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. They get enough of that on social media. I'm I'm so happy we ain't talking no real estate, bro. Because I'm actually tired of talking about real estate when mm-hmm. I do things like this, and I understand that's why people get me. But it's a whole lot Man. to me that people just that's so don't know. much. Bro, oh, we didn't talk about a lot. Yeah, a lot. Part two. We can do a part two. We can do, yeah, do it live. Absolutely. With some Q and A. Say oh, less. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh and
1: yo, if I didn't, y'all, <laughs> and I have a dang, I wanted to get in the Q and A real, real bad, and I have a um, I have a meeting at three o'clock that I, I gotta do this uh, this live for B. Simone. Actually, her close friends She want me to do something for her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I'm sorry I'm robbing y'all the Q and A, but we just gonna have to come back. That's all. So when, when when y'all announce when I put it in the the group, yo, <laughs> Matt's coming back. Y'all gonna be all right. Full All right, there it is. So, uh, Matt, thank you so much, man. Please uh, make sure y'all follow my brother, MG the Mortgage Guy. If you can, man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I got to ask this question, too. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Because I want to be able to ask you the question now. Mm-hmm. You give
0: me an answer. And then I watch this five years from today. Okay. And I can say, yo, Matt said that five years ago, he's going do that. Look. What well, do I see myself in five years? Alive and blessed. Whatever comes with that, as long as I'm alive, I'm blessed, bro. Nothing else matters. You have got a vision of something, though. I got a vision of a lot of things, bro, but I, everything happens in God's plan, so it don't even matter. Again, every day above ground is a great day for me. Um, I'll have a billion-dollar brand. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's definitely going to happen, God willing, right? But those are the, the most important things. My family's healthy, and everybody's good. We're alive and we're blessed. So the business stuff and the vision, Again, and my, my, my people will tell you, I don't really care, honestly. I just know my job. Yeah. I know what I got to do every single day. I got to work every single day. And where God puts me in those positions, I take those opportunities. I know how to identify them, see what's an opportunity, what's not an opportunity, and I run with it. But as long as I'm alive, I could deal with anything else, bro. We just need to be alive, man. We got monkeypox. We got COVID. You got, (laughs) who knows what's going to come out in three to five years, bro? So it's like, it's hard for me to kind of like say, yo, I want to do this. I want to do that. Nah, man, I just want to be alive, bro. I just want to be alive. I want to be blessed. And I want to continue to have a healthy family, have my own health, and just continue to keep winning, man. And keep helping as many people as possible and help them win.
1: I love it, man. Listen, y'all. Uh, make sure y'all follow my brother MG the Mortgage Guy. Also, if you can, like, just close us out with mm-hmm. um, how to find, you know, how everybody can find you, get in touch with you, um, work with you, and then close us out with a word of wisdom, and we can wrap this thing up.
0: All right. So you can MG the Mortgage Guy, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Ransom and Gems podcast. Number one real estate podcast in the world, so by the way. We wrap that up. Um, we wrap that up. You know. So make sure you that's happening. With that, um, catch me on Earn Your Leisure's YouTube channel every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, you said a word of wisdom. word of wisdom. Just close it out. with A word of wisdom. A word of wisdom. Stay in your lane. Run your own race. Um, everybody's trying to keep up with the Joneses. Don't let the internet fool you. A lot of these people out here struggling. A lot of people out here scamming. A lot of people ain't doing right by people. And that calm is going to catch up to them one way or another. So stay in your own lane. Don't look at what other everybody else is doing and compare yourself. Um, comparison is the thief of joy. And when you start comparing yourself, you're taking away. You're dimming your own light. You know what I'm saying? So don't dim your own light. Be happy and be proud of where you've come. No matter what level you are in, doesn't matter. Again, you're alive, you're blessed. So everything else after that cherry on top. And as long as you continue to run your own race, remember, nothing happens in your time. Everything happens in God's time. And if you continue working hard, you keep your head down, you're not hurting nobody, you're not scamming nobody, you're not doing anything negative to nobody, at some point, it will pop for you. Look, Dave Chance is a freaking perfect example of it. Right? From Cheesecake Factory to selling T-shirts in the mall to having, I mean, members in your community? Like
1: a thousand something.
0: A thousand something. Every single month day, 8 a.m., right? Did you see yourself at this level five years ago, I'm bro? Sorry. Four years ago? It's because right. you believed in your God, you ran your race, you didn't. When people were telling you, no, you should do this, you should charge this, you should mm-hmm. do that, because I know you get those conversations too. We, we know a lot of people yeah. who will do different things, right? And everybody's always in your ear. But you got to stick to what you know. Stick to what works for you, because what works for you won't work for somebody else. Yeah. Run, your own race. Look, man, we can't close it out no better than that, man. Make sure y'all follow my
1: guide, at MG, MG the Mortgage Guide, and do yourself a favor, go get you some social proof, meaning go build something. But what's most important is you come back to your community and teach them what you did. All right? That's the only way our community grows. We are out of here.
0: I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer.